And welcome to Nerds of Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. And I am Sammy Kiss. Sammy Kiss. That's right. Are you just trying not to rhyme anymore? Sammy Kiss? The Sam- Snarf Chris? Sammy Kiss rhymes as much with Snarf Chris yeah, as Sam Kiss does. Because huh? it's a it's a double singular syllable thing instead of a, a single single. That's a weird sentence. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Okay. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm so goddamn tired but yeah we've been talking about this but i'm like i've been going through a lot of work stuff mm-hmm. so yeah i'm exhausted is and it, the new kids we both got new we kids, both have so. kids but i don't really my i love my son he doesn't wear me out that much yeah mine doesn't either but. so he's really easy he's quiet i brought him to he brought he went to his first wrestling show over the weekend he went to the night two of the wildcat shows and he just uh Slept like a baby for most of it, and then he watched a couple. Of, I mean, you know, he's an infant, but yeah, yeah, what it does. But I mean, he was well, very well behaved, That's so good. he's you know, in the most ramp, ramp, you know, rambunctious of uh, environments. So get him but, used to it, young. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know why. I'm just so. Ex- Is it because we're in old? our 30s? Are we old? Yeah, and I people think so. just get tired when they're 30. You realize in 18 days we're going to be up for like 48 hours, possibly. I know when we go to all in. Oh my god! So right now I'm not work. I'm working full time at work. Mm-hmm. I've got Wildcat responsibilities. I've got mm-hmm. podcast with you responsibilities, mm-hmm. and then I've got a new kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm possibly going to be going down in my work responsibilities because of just some shifting around in my and uh, and then right before I came over here, so I was, I was actually thinking like, well, that'll be nice. I'll get some time. But then the second I told my wife that, she was like, well, no, you got to have to talk to your boss and get some more. Obviously, because you, you can't, you can't, can't, can't take time off work. And just like, I don't understand how people have time to do What things, we're doing right now. Things in general. It's like we just sneak away from the family of maybe, for me, it's like three hours to do this podcast a week. Yeah. You, it's like an hour, hour and a half. This is like. And we the, need to be doing more. Yeah. That's the thing is that we more. keep thinking that we need to be doing more. So anyway, uh, G1 ended. The G1 is over. Uh, Kenny Omega didn't win. Kenny Omega did not win. He lost to Toriano. Yeah. That's what, that's what <laughs> that's clinched what it. Kenny... He lost to Kota Ibushi. That's what, he did. Uh, that's what, uh, which is pretty really, awesome. Really, really, really scary, great match. Um, scary good. Also scary. Everything in New Japan that's good is arguably scary. That's what makes it good. And then it was Ibushi and Tanahashi in the finals. Mm-hmm. And Tanahashi and the battle won. Of who's cuter? Who's cuter? Tanahashi or... I mean, I'm a Tanahashi guy. His yeah. hair is awesome. It's his hair. You know, I met both of them. Tanahashi's more of like the the head cheerleader. Wow. Where like you're intimidated by how pretty they are. Dakota Bucci is. is much more approachably cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Um. So yeah, Tanahashi. Then he had the press conference, and he did put the contract back up for some strange reason, which I didn't realize that was Why do you a, think like that's a thing. So I didn't think that was a thing. That Yeah, it, it, it never stands out because usually when they put it on the line, it's like, they're not going to. Well, he put the contract back up, um, was for a match against Okada, and whoever wins that is going to fight Kenny Omega if he still has the belt by then at Wrestle Kingdom in January, which I would imagine he would. I'm trying to think of a time when someone lost the belt since they've been doing the number one contender for Wrestle Kingdom at the G1, mm-hmm. if anyone, if the belt has swapped, or if they ever actually had to think, because I don't think so. 
I'd be wrong though. So it's it's like that weird. They're trying to swerve you. It's like the stuff they're doing with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, where they're doing a really good job of trying to make people think that what's going to happen isn't what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Uh, Kenny Omega would have a match with Ishii mm-hmm. uh, and Toriano for the belt in the next coming months. Oh so God. imagine if Toriano became that would be IWGP. Champion. You know, I don't want Kenny Omega to ever lose the belt. Um, but that would be kind of amazing. I keep seeing people posting the gif of him doing the suplex onto the turnbuckle pads. Mm-hmm. And then Kenny's like, that doesn't, uh. that doesn't hurt. It, they're pads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that they finally acknowledge him that he's hitting people with pillows in the ring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, they, it was a good, uh, new, new Japan as always. It was a great G1. It was long. I mm-hmm. watched every single night of it. Unfortunately. Do you think the right guy won? I, you know, Tana, it was what we say it on the podcast all the time. Tanahashi can be on top of New Japan and nobody complains. It doesn't seem unnatural. It doesn't seem wrong. It just yeah, they seems pull him out place... and then he just shows up and then it's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's where mm-hmm. he belongs. He belongs yeah. on top. He he works well in the mid card when he's working with the other guys. He works extremely well um, on the top of the card. And you know, a Tanahashi and Kenny Omega main card for Wrestle Kingdom is not a bad card. So, and he's established to the point where. He can lose to anybody. He puts them over. When he mm-hmm. lost to Xavier Jr., for example, in the, um, ja, 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 in the Japan Cup. In the New Japan Cup. But then he doesn't seem... And then right after that, he challenged Okada. Mm-hmm. And it was like immediately, you think he could... And any time he challenges for the belt, you immediately like, think he there's could a possibility win, too. He's going to win, yeah. And that's a very hard thing. Like, like if Cena came back, he could always come back and wrestle in a feud with a lie or something but then also just say hey i want a shot of the universe title and people would go okay yeah you're john cena but i don't know how accepting people would be if he did win the belt i think people would be more mad about it because he's not as liked as tanahashi tanahashi is pretty universal i mean when he gets put in submission holes the the crowd the the crowd weeps (laughs) yeah yeah they they freak out naito didn't do all that great in g1 no well it's because he's still feeling the effects of Chris Jericho, Jericho. who's Jericho. apparently a new, who's a, a free agent now. Apparently, he's posted to uh, on Wednesday that he's looking forward to 2019 because he's a free agent, Chris Jericho. So I would imagine he, <laughs> I don't know if he's burned his bridges with WWE and it's finally getting back to him because that's the rumor is right I now. I really would love to be a fly on the wall at the like creative meetings or just. The meetings when people are just talking to Vince McMahon about what's going on because of the stuff with All In, the uh, Madison Cody, Square Garden stuff with the... Vince, I don't know as you know this, but Cody is the biggest independent wrestler in the whole entire world <laughs> at the moment. Um, and Chris Jericho has the second most important belt for the second biggest uh, wrestling company in the world. Like, does he get those memos? Because I know he doesn't watch everything. No, but I know that he knows about... He's got to know everything. He's got to know about the... But from the financial standpoint, I mean, the Madison Square Garden they show sold alone. Out. Oh. Madison Square Gardens. We is it officially about sold out? It's officially out? sold out. Because I heard it was only at like 70%. Nah, or it's, a, it's like officially that. sold out. Jesus, really? Yeah. Officially sold out. Which means that they made over a million dollars or something? Because someone also pointed that out, that it's they're the first non-WWE company to have a over a million dollar gate in the United wow. States. Wow. In the United States. That's crazy. So... Uh, I'm still debating if I'm going to try to get to New York next year. Because you got to buy secondary tickets now, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I would still like to go, but you they said, sold them out. Though. You said in the two hundred sections for four hundred bucks, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they sold out to Massacre Garden. That's so crazy. I mean, well, I don't know what more else to say that hasn't already been said. It's just that, but that's what I'm saying is that I, 
Vince McMahon seems like such a not tense. I mean that too. Yeah, That's not the word I'm looking, too, but yeah. just I can't imagine what trying to broach that conversation with him would be like. About like, like you, when you bring him this information, do you bring him this information, or if he brings it up to you, is there what do you do in reaction to those kinds of things? You don't do anything. Yeah. You just continue to do what you're doing because um, WWE announced that they made like. I don't know. 100. I mean, they're not hurting. They're not hurting at all. They This past year has been the most profitable year they've ever had. Yeah, it's because they keep making their ticket prices more expensive, but whatever. The um... uh, Well, a lot of it, uh, too, is the, the Greatest Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. Apparently, they got paid $40 million to do that. Uh-huh. $40 million. Women's rights be damned. $40 million. Wow. It's all about the money. You gotta follow the customs. We're getting a WWE to, evolution, so. though, so I guess. Yeah, that's a good trade off. I, I guess. I guess. I guess so. Uh, speaking of WWE, we're just gonna go ahead and try to move right into NXT Takeover Brooklyn number four. Wait, why are we, is SummerSlam this weekend? SummerSlam is this weekend. Oh my god! So prepare yourself for you know twenty four hours of wrestling because that's you know basically what it is. Well, we got NXT Saturday, NXT Saturday, and then you got uh, like a ten hour. SummerSlam. So. I'm so excited. I mean, like I just said, I've been so stressed out. Not stressed out, but just I don't have time to watch. Like, but I, I, can't like be, I can't believe that you even have time to watch G1. I don't have time to watch anything anymore. Well, what I've been doing is uh, I get in bed at night for the G1, <laughs> and then I put it on my laptop, and then I watch something on the TV. So I'm like knocking two birds out with one stone. Yeah. It works. I was able... I've been trying to rewatch all the SummerSlams, but I'm still only in like... 89. Two. I just nice. watched the one where the it was the great opener of um the Heart Foundation against the Brainbusters, oh, which was really Foundation. good. Which is uh, coincidentally just because because um because the Anvil died this week, yeah, which sure is really did. sad. Yeah. But the Heart Foundation just I know that they are lauded, but I every time I rewatched them, I was like they are underappreciated. Yeah, they really are. They yeah. really were the excellence. I mean, God, everything is such, like, like no pun intended, but they really were, every match they would have, like, title matches, like, featured pay-per-view matches were, like, a clinic of just take notes, if you, you know, on Wrestling 101. And then against the Brain Busters, which is Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Arn Anderson's so awesome. Uh, mostly because right now, I, I've been doing the WCW, uh-huh. like, and I'm just seeing lots and lots of Arn Anderson. And I just forget that he's just, like, a dad. Like that's I mean, yeah, what I he, just think of every time I see Arn Anderson. He's the dad of pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do our picks for NXT and SummerSlam today. So we're gonna kind of combine that for the uh, somewhat nerdy Nerds of the Square Circle belt. Are you more excited about this weekend of shows than you were for WrestleMania? You didn't even. It was in New Orleans. You didn't go to either of those shows. Actually, I, the, the matches that they're having this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually a lot more pumped up. Than I typically I was. am more excited about SummerSlam than I am for WrestleMania. I've never been to a SummerSlam. Or, oh, really? Wow. And I mean, it'll probably be in Brooklyn next year if you want to go next year, but. Yeah, I've been to all the other big four shows. You saw what the rumors are for the next uh, WrestleManias? No. I Minnesota uh, okay. the year after that, and then Los Minnesota. Angeles. Minnesota? Los Angeles the year after that. It'll be the first okay. time in Los Angeles. The new dome. They're building a new dome there, apparently. Okay. Well, yeah, then definitely. It was like the break in the new yeah. arenas. And Los Angeles is a pretty good wrestling town. They like to have all the celebrities that they can get to be at the shows, things like that. Uh, so let's go ahead and start moving into our picks for TakeOver. Uh, first match on the card from the website is EC3 and Velveteen Dream. All right. Now, I mean, we're we're going to come... The NXT picks and the SummerSlam picks it's are going to be combined. One, one total. One total. And whoever so wins that total picks. 
gets the somewhat nerdy nerds to square circle predictions championship, which you currently hold. I do, and I've been having it for for a little while. Now, now that they've spread out the uh, pay per views, (laughs) so there's not four every weekend, uh, every month. uh, I've been having the belt for a while now. I think since WrestleMania, actually. No, I don't yeah. think it's been that this long. This is going like you're not going to go Let's back just say and say that that's what it was. Revisionist history. Come on. I wonder how many people listening to this actually know. Keep track of it. Let or us even know. care. Let us know. Um, so EC3 and Velveteen Dream. That's pretty awesome. The Velveteen Dream is has been for a while my favorite thing on NXT. He's has he won a pay per view in a while? I don't think he's ever won a pay per view. Yeah. So. I mean, but he doesn't seem to need to. Are you watching NXT? See, that's the thing is that I'm usually here recording on Wednesdays with you, and then so I do. I have been, and then I and then by the time I go back, I don't. If I miss it, I watch the highlights. Uh, So yeah, uh, and I am going to pick Fell Team Dream. Okay. He doesn't hurt him whenever he loses pay per views. Obviously, Uh, he's still I. I'm actually scared for him to move up to the main card when he does, because I think he works better in NXT. I'm scared for everybody that moves up to the main roster. But it's particularly the more stranger characters, like... um, Sanity? Yeah, well, that's an example. And Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze was awesome in NXT. Well, Tyler Tyler Breeze was one of those kinds of guys where his gimmick had to be catered to so strongly, Hmm. whereas I think Velveteen Dream has the kind of... He can carry it himself. He can pull it out. I agree. Even without it being thrown. Because all of his uh, storylines that they give him are very traditional mm-hmm. in that sense. As a, he wouldn't need to have like fashion police vignettes to kind of get his character over the way a lot of the NXT guys get over. I, but I get what you're saying, that they could easily ruin worry him. about it and ruin him. He's Who so you young that I don't feel like that'll be But I think that his champion, his pay-per-view record will continue, and I'm going to definitely pick... EC3, who also has not won on pay-per-view. He didn't win his opening match. He didn't get a featured match at the last TakeOver no, show. That's right. So we need to put over Ethan Carter the third. Which so. I really like a lot. Uh, he's kind of grown on me since he's got the NXT. Well, I went to a TNA show back in 2015, and for the entire tapings, it was nothing but people freaking out about EC3. So the hardcore fans, at least in the area, that yeah. were, were just nonstop and, and, and that kind of feeling has stuck out with me every time i see him even though you know i don't know he he's the archetype guy that you think vince mcgrand would look at and go mm-hmm. but then he also was cut yeah you know i mean so was drew mcintyre and he came back so yeah. i mean uh next is the north american championship match which is uh adam cole and ricochet so it's interesting now that i'm realizing that we're at brooklyn we're at SummerSlam, which means we're about the it's not halfway through the year but it's basically WrestleMania and then SummerSlam and then that's halfway until WrestleMania season mm-hmm. again. So they do a lot of more call-ups after SummerSlam as yeah. well. Do you think and Adam Cole's one of those guys that always every time I see him I think, what are you doing in NXT? You should be uh, Adam, on the, the main thing roster. about Adam Cole though, he's a great ambassador. They've been sending him overseas to fight and evolve and progress and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but And the main roster does not need any more people on it. Not at all. Uh, Ricochet could be a good ambassador carrying that belt too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm going to pick a Ricochet just because okay. I want to see him have a belt in NXT. Even though everybody knows Adam Cole is one of my favorite guys, but uh, I, I can see Ricochet going with this. Oh, I agree, but I think I'm going to pick with I'm going to pick Adam Cole. I don't know why. I mean, as you know, I haven't been watching, so I don't know the momentum. 
I I mean it's I love Ricochet and Ricochet. I, I will tell you, Don Disputed Era is as over as they have ever been. Yeah. So team Ring of Honor. Yes. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Don Disputed Era, NXT Tech Team Champions Don Disputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. Oh my God! Try and say all those words again. Mustache Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mustache Mountain. I, I love too. Trent Seven, yeah. and I love Tyler Bate. I th- I think it's amazing that he is still seemingly in the doghouse for turning down WWE dates after they threw a contract at him because he wanted to do. They used to respect that, you know, the idea that well, I already have commitments elsewhere, and I want to honor where I'm working elsewhere. But apparently, I mean, I don't know how he told them or anything. All those kinds of things. It's not always what you say. It's how you say it. And that's rumored, too, by the way. But, um, and he's not with Tony Storm anymore, so, I mean, not that that matters. Just, just something. But, uh, God. <laughs> Tyler Bate is amazing. I think that Mustache Mountain is amazing, but again, I'm gonna go with the Undisputed Era, just because why take the belts off of it if it's still working? I'm taking Mustache Mountain. Okay, so you're, we're just, we, we're, we've contrasted so far on every single thing. Mustache Mountain won the belts, and then they lost them back down there. So it would be another title swap. Yes, it would. But that doesn't mean that that won't happen. Agreed. Uh, NXT Women's Championship match. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Carrie Sane. Kyrie Shane. Sane. So the Mae Young Classic Finals will happen at Evolution, as will all of the women's titles be on the line, including the NXT Women's Championship. And I don't think there's going to be another takeover between now and... And NX and the WWE Evolution pay per view. That doesn't mean that they can always do. Uh, no, t- they can do it on uh, the house shows and stuff. Yeah, they can do title matches just on the full sale shows, obviously. But whoever wins this probably is going to be going into that show with the championship. And so part of my thought is is I am thinking forward to like what the booking is going to be for that show, including like the Alexa Bliss Ronda match and the Charlotte Becky mm-hmm. Carmella match. Kyrie Sane, I feel, has been really overshadowed by Shayna, considering Kyrie won the Mae Young Classic last year, and Shayna was the runner-up, but Shayna might as well have won the whole mm-hmm. thing because of the momentum she got afterward. And she's been a great champion, but I really want Kyrie Sane to be champion as well. It's just, I don't know, it, it's one of those, what do you do with her after she becomes champion kind of thing. So I don't know. Hmm. Who do you, Who are you picking? Uh, I think she'll retain the belt. You think you're going with Shayna? Uh, th- you're right now. Like, she loses the belt. What do they do? Yeah. Like, do they move her up? Which could be possible because they need some... They don't need girls in the main roster. They got plenty of women on the main roster right now. But how many people are, are being super used? And how many people can you start throwing up against Ronda? Because I think that's going to be the next thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's going to she's gonna be set for uh, Natalia Oh, wow, yeah. And now, so... I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say she retains now. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with you. I'll, I'm gonna go with Shayna as well. And actually, I really like her with the belt. Yeah, it's well, really fun with her having the belt. She's like a Brock Lesnar, but in the women's division. In and terms good, of her and she's there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hmm. Uh, and then, the, but I love Kyrie Sane. So it's, yeah, I, not, I do too. I do like, like her I wanna, too. I want to want to pick her, but I just don't think she's gonna win. Uh, and then the NXT Championship last man standing match was a triple threat. Um, blah, Alistair Black got attacked in the parking lot by a mystery assailant. Assailant? What is what wrong is, with man, you I can't tonight? Talk today. A mystery uh, assailant. God damn it! It's affecting me. 
<laughs> Somebody attacked Alistair Black. Like, in the nobody knows lot. who he is. This happens in NXT a lot. People it get does, attacked randomly in uh, parking lots all the time. Because whoever did it last time was on um, Twitter saying it wasn't me this time. <laughs> so they do this so often. I love that on the developmental program, they feel the need to always in character, in story, write off all the characters. Where on the main roster, most of the time, they just say they're down with an well, injury. Well, it's weird that. They added him to the match, and then it was the same day or the day after. Why is that weird? That they took him out back out of the match. So the rumor is that he's hurt, and that's why he got taken out of it. So why did they even, yeah, it? yeah. Why did they even add him to the match? Why didn't they say, "Oh, he's hurt. He's injured. You can't beat anything." Because they, because he was the plan was to have him in the match, and they didn't find out about until after the injury. You until think that's after. what it was. Yeah. Okay. There's a time delay in when they record the angles and things like this that on NXT versus. You know what? That's true. I forgot happen. about that. I forgot about that. But, and I think it would have been a disservice to just take the belt off of Alistair and stick it into the Gargano Champa feud and just let Alistair move on. I, you know, like what you know that always feels like a extra salt in the wound for the champions. Like we, this title needs to be on something more important than you, kind of. So thing. anyway, they moved it to a last man standing match against Champa and Gargano. Last man standing. That's what the um, last match was supposed to be, but then they took they changed it because I thought this was going to be a cage match. A Hell in a Cell type thing or something along those lines. So. I don't think this is going to be the end of the rivalry. I don't think this is going to be and the that's, end. But that's why. is because when they did Extreme Rules... Was it Extreme Rules or Styles? It was Styles versus Nakamura and the last Miss Sandy match? Or was that at Money in the Bank? Uh, Money in the Bank. Um, Not shot number four or something. So, because they were going to be having a last man standing they match, changed this one. they changed that one. So, it makes sense that they would go back to that same rivalry because they probably are, had a whole match, match and, yeah. and uh, story built already. So, this is going to be one of those other matches that you kind of have to work, watch through you know, your hands. Through your fingers, yeah. Because um, these are always, there's a scary between these two. But um, if this feud is continuing, Ciampa keeps the belt. If this is moving on from here, which I doubt it is. Gargano's going to get the belt, I imagine. So what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> so Isn't that pretty great? Yeah, it's awesome. It's like, uh, it, it's, and I know you're not watching NXT, but man, you should be keeping up with this. This is well, awesome. Well, I mean, I, that's the thing is that I get the, I, I you know what's going on. It's weird that I know that NXT is amazing that I'm still not watching it. Yeah. I, again, it's just. It's time, man. It's time. And it, there's so much wrestling right now. I'm watching Ring of Honor again, back on the regular. I'm watching Impact. Aren't you watching Impact now? Yeah. So you're watching Impact and Ring of Honor and NXT and Monday Night Raw and SmackDown occasionally for the show. New Japan. And New Japan. Jesus. And then I'm watching WCW pretty much every day at work. God. I don't think I watch anything other than wrestling right now. I watch Castle Rock, if you haven't watched that yet. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to pick Ciampa. Why not? He's awesome with the belt. That dude, they can literally put a bunch of different other people against him after this. Alistair Black can come back. Uh, Adam Cole can move up to this belt because I think that's something that they could do. Ricochet can move up to this belt. There's a lot they can do. It's weird, though, because everything you just said, though, could also be done with Johnny Gargano. Too, Most though. definitely. A hundred percent. The idea of Ch- of Gargano winning the title in Brooklyn. This is going to be... He's the first guy to be at uh, at three NXT uh, TakeOver Brooklyn yeah. shows. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. This is the fourth NXT Takeover Brooklyn show, which is also pretty cool. Who you got? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Gargano. Wow. Okay. Just because I really like the idea of him winning, winning in New York. 
I think it's going to be awesome. I People, to... title changes mean more in New York. Again, back to the whole salt in the wound on Vince McMahon losing Madison Square Garden, but that's his fault for building up the city as the mecca, which it is, that it's one of those cities where you should expect title changes. It's not the kind of... I'm going to do this. I feel the same thing about SummerSlam, that it's just the kind of venue, local location, where it just feels like the place where change happens. You know. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break, uh, and then we're going to come back and do our picks for SummerSlam, which there's a lot of them, so we're going to try to get right back onto it. So we'll be right back. Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good Good journey, journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. And we're back, and we're going to do our picks for SummerSlam. Yes. There's 13, possibly 14 matches. Jesus Christ. Uh, for tonight, it's a 10-hour show, right? Is that what they announced? It's a 7-hour show. 10-hour show. Um, which means that it's going to be a 5-hour main card, which I knew they were going to stupidly do because the big shows have to be longer. They just have to be yeah. than the B shows. And if the B shows are now 4 hours long... Then the main shows have to be five hours long. I just heard the rumor that the maybe WrestleMania and some of the big pay per views next year are going to be on the Fox Net, um, TV show channel. That's pretty awesome. That is actually like the Super cool. Bowl kind of thing. Yeah, it'd yeah. be like the Super Bowl. If you if the second the pre show starts, if we put on Star Wars: A New Hope and watch the original trilogy back to back, by the time we're done, SummerSlam will still be on. Man, that's that's. <laughs> that's some weird perspective right there man uh i can't even sit down and do that but i can sit down and watch wrestling well we're gonna barbecue okay yeah uh SummerSlam is awesome it's um, i think it's probably the royal rumble but just royal rumble is royal definitely rumble, my favorite pay-per-view SummerSlam but. is my favorite pay-per-view uh let's go ahead and start getting into our picks since there's a lot of them we're gonna try to get through some of these pretty quickly uh on the kickoff show we'll go ahead and knock these out uh, Raw Tag Team Champions, B-Team versus The Revival. 
Uh, I never want the B team to ever lose the belt. They have not lost yet. I'm going to go ahead and... And it would be very B team of them to have their first loss beyond the pre-show at SummerSlam. Yeah, but I don't want that to happen. Especially not to the Revival. Uh, My stock in Revival has went down, and I blame WWE for this, so... Well, yeah, it's their fault. But, God, imagine if they had done a DIY. Thank God that they turned on each other in, in NXT, not later. I mean, the rival, I thought that they did a good job on Raw with uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, even though, you know, they did the uh, heart attack early in the match as a little unacknowledged at all by the announced team tribute to the Hart Foundation. Yeah. And I like that they're the kind of team that does stuff like that, and I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. But I really like the revival, but uh, since they got to the main roster. Is it embarrassing to think that they're not neat, even as well used as Gallows and Anderson? How hurtful is that to say? That's pretty hurtful. <laughs> All right, they're still on. not in Ascension territory, but uh, I, what I'm really on this next match for, I'm really happy about. Lana got her own. Uh, it's Lana Day T-shirts. Yeah, she's been wearing those for a little while. I want one. You want a Lana oh, Day? Most because definitely. Lana is the best Lana number one. Yes, they're really trying to get that over. They really are. Not as hard as they're getting the B team, whatever the B yeah, team, B team, go yeah. go go with that patronizing theme song. Uh, so Rusev and Lana versus you can say their names. Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. There you oh, go. I love them so much. Uh, they, they're really good. They're fun to watch together. They work really well together. But I can't go against Rusev and Lana. I mean, you can because I am. I'm going uh, with Andrade. Which is probably a better choice, and uh, I can see them being really hot on him. He's good. He is uh, really I'm good. Almas is amazing. amazing, and they need a new Hispanic star because they just always do. And sure. Kalisto apparently wasn't his lucha things was never good enough. So. Yeah, but he's really good. I know he is really really good, and, and his pairing with Zelina. Zelina is really good. She's a good heater. She's she's gonna, she's perfect. I think two years from now. The position that Alexa Bliss is in now is going to be Zelina Vega. That's I'm calling that. I would see the belt on him was in two years. The main belt? The main belt. On Andrade San Alves. Damn. For real. I mean, a main event program with him and AJ Styles would be amazing. <sighs> Man, that would be awesome. But I can see the belt on him easily. Yeah. I can see them wanting to put the belt on him, too. Mm-hmm. So Next is uh, Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak for the WWE Cruiserweight Champion. I can't believe that... Buddy Murphy and all the goodwill that he's been doing didn't get featured on any pay-per-views. Yeah. How, what is that? And I mean, and I love Drew Gulak. I just felt like, really, Drew Gulak? Nothing and Murphy's nothing against Gulak. Murphy's the only Gulak. reason you've been hearing about the cruiserweight stuff is him and Alexander, the matches they've been having. So, I mean, and Mustafa Ali, but they already wrestled yeah, yeah, at yeah. WrestleMania earlier Which is, this year. But, I mean, Gulak as a character has been great. Yeah, did, I, he changed his character now. I mean, he changes his yeah, character a lot. He goes back and forth with being silly. Uh, and being I'm serious. picking Alexander on this just because I like the dude. I like the dude with the belt. Um, I I don't watch 205. I do watch the highlights of it most of the mm-hmm. time, and it's it's not bad. It's just uh, I don't have time to add anything else to my schedule. So, and that's kind of God. That's how you feel about 205. It's like it's a weird. It's a blessing, even though I feel bad about it, that there's so much wonderful wrestling to watch now. That we can just ignore so much of it and just focus on what we want to focus on. It's oversaturated, and I think that that's part of the reason why people can't focus on things because it's just so flooded with stuff. Which is why All In is going to be so great is because it's just it's something so different than what's been going on. Oh my god, All In! But yeah, Two Hundred Five Live. No matter, even with all the goodwill, I'm like, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm glad that it's doing well. 
but yeah, I wanted to do, and good. I'm really happy for Drew Gulak. I love Drew Gulak. I remember I've watched Drew Gulak wrestle in front of hundred people, myself included. So it's it's awesome to see that he's going to be on the pre-show. Is still being at SummerSlam. That's pretty awesome in a featured match. But I think they're going to keep the belt on. So All right, next, um, they're putting on a show opener as Elias is going to perform his greatest song at SummerSlam. Is it? You think it's going to be a song that involves him putting down the people of Brooklyn? No, not at all. Okay, no, that would he's be been doing the shtick for so long. Yeah, and it's not that different. But it's weird because it does specifically remind me of what Edge and Christian used to do. Yes, I mean, lots of heels, you know, insulting the audience. And the town you're in is why one oh one, but he work. That's what I'm saying. Is like I don't know why. It seems so wrestling one oh one, so basic, so pandering, about so obvious. Him yeah. And what they're doing that just works for He's some literally reason. doing nothing no- that somebody else hasn't done in every aspect of what he's doing, but all of it together for whatever reason just really works. And maybe it's because of where he is on the show. You know, he doesn't get I mean he had one match really in the last year featured when he fought seth rollins uh, a few months ago but then that's really it so i think of the way that they're using him i think it has a lot to now do with too. now that being said so some of the stuff with him and uh bobby lashley oh god the last couple of weeks have been god awful oh i forgot so he's not wrestling bobby lashley you think it's gonna lead to a match it might lead to a match or bobby lashley's gonna come out there and beat him up he, possibly but man i'm so over bobby lashley no I mean, it's not even bobby lashley's fault it's the stupid storylines they keep putting them in. It's the booking. Completely. People always throw the booking in the garbage, and it's because it's bad. Because Bobby Lashley was good while they treated him seriously. Yeah. Like the MMA fighter that he is. Completely And now fine. he's back to being... Don't don't, don't put jokey stuff around Bobby well, Lashley. Do it doesn't weird, make any sense. It's like I say all the time, is that they do this thing where they expect everybody to just be over. They don't put any effort into trying to get people over. That's why NXT feels so fresh because NXT is trying to get them ready for the main roster where they're everybody's attempting to get people over in NXT unless they already are then that's fine. But that when they get to the main roster there's this weird expectation just be you need to be able to swim regardless of what we give you. Yeah, well. And if Bobby Lashley was as big of a star as he thinks he is, then we should be able to give him crap stuff with Sami Zayn and Elias and he'll be fine. Uh, so you don't think you don't want to make any prediction? So this isn't a match. You it's not a predi- match. Okay. Do you want to make a prediction that I really want the Rock to come out and beat up Elias? That would be awesome, and he's still rumored to be coming back. But do you really want the Rock's first experience back in WWE in a really long time to be with Elias? No, I want a Eli- So he'll come out and run down Elias, and then you know he's there. So then later, when Brock Lesnar is bludgeoning Roman Reigns, and the he Rock comes out. out, it doesn't feel as telegraphed because he had already done something wow there you go uh smackdown tag team champions the bludgeon brothers versus the new day which if they have the time to do it this match could be pretty awesome i love the bludgeon brothers when i remember that they're eric rowan and luke harper of the wyatt yeah (laughs) when i'm thinking about them in my head i forget that they're called the bludgeon brothers yeah i don't like their weird outfits i do like watching them beat up jobbers and stuff like that's fun but I it's like I forget that they've been I forget that they're the champs. They haven't well, really for had one any thing, strong they do, feuds. They fight jobbers, which is I find weird at the champs of 
WWE would fight just jobbers. I don't think that's... Well, they beat up Gallows and Anderson a couple times. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But I that's don't... really... And then they had a weird feud with the new with the, uh, with the the Usos that never really culminated. In Remember anything. they were doing that stuff with them and Naomi? Yeah. And then that didn't really turn into anything? Yeah, it didn't. Which I don't know why, because the, the Usos and the team of Harper and Rowan back when they were in the Wyatts had some awesome. really amazing yeah. matches. I don't know why they weren't wouldn't go forward with that. It's like they keep doing this weird stop start stuff with Harper and Rowan and I don't know um, why. I'm going to pick I'm picking New Day. Yeah, the, how did this happen that the New Day suddenly I was watching them smack this week and they were just as over as they've ever been. Yeah. And it's like they kind of go been... through like spurts of like ah oh, it's a New Day yeah whatever. And then they get, they build themselves up for a few weeks, they build themselves up for a few weeks, and then they have some amazing matches like well, they did with the doing, bar. And they've just been so absurd with their pancakes and their announce table and their, and all that Every stuff. Every time somebody says that, uh, well, they're played out and they, they keep doing the same stuff over and over and again. That's the thing, they do that, something different. Is that I so. feel like, but that's, they've been a team for four years and that's a really long time in WWE years to be just, just being a tag division. And be as hot as they as they actually are. Last year they had that pre-show match with the Usos that mm-hmm. was so great that everyone was like, "This should have been." Yeah. yeah, they wrestled like they were pissed off that they were on the pre-show and they should have been. So, God, I'm gonna pick the New Day too, and like I want it, like I want it to happen. Yep. You know, like I'm excited about the idea of the New Day being tag champions, and that's pretty amazing. Now, the flip side of that is the Bludgeon Brothers haven't lost anything at all yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Francesca came, was debuted in New York, New York. This is the oh, so that's so, yeah. So the moving the, on, the, it's like their hometown is the New Day. Finn Balor versus Constable Baron Corbin. Oh my God, I'm upset that Finn isn't the demon for this. Finn beat Baron clean. The way that they continue rivalries now. I mean, I understand the whole re- repeating of matches. That's fine. It remi- but it, rem- it reminds me of the Sami Zayn. And Kevin versus Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley thing where they just had them have a match and one team won clean. And then the next week they were like, let's just do it again. And mm-hmm. no explanation. And now we're going to put it on pay-per-view. Why? It's that same kind of thing where they fought again and then Baron, like they didn't even put story in story like that after the match, Baron was upset and he was like, I got cheated. I my, There was something in my eye. The light was in my eye. I'm making a rematch. There was nothing like that. All that being And then said, Baron beat him clean on Raw a few weeks ago. Yeah, I'm picking Baron. Really? Yeah. The guy that lost his money in the bank around this time last year and mm-hmm. lost to Cena in mm-hmm. the opening last yeah. year. Yeah. But he doesn't have hair now. so He, he doesn't. doesn't. He wears a suit. His hairline isn't keeping him I should done. take him more serious now. He's discount corporate cane. That's all he is. That's mean. That's mean. You should yeah. take that back. I know it's mean to the new mayor of Knoxville, Kane. I didn't mean to insult. Congratulations, Kane. Kane. Um, yeah, but but who you got? I'm gonna go with Finn because Finn. Uh, go ahead, throw away your your. Uh, I'm, I will throw it because it's stupid. I mean, he should lose, and then they'll have a third because it's like because that means that they're you gonna do have a third match? match. They're gonna have another match where then he's the demon. Could be. The demon what are they has doing to come with back Finn? eventually. How do you look at Finn Balor and not think we need to be doing more long with term, this guy? Long term. I mean, I guess. Long term, man. Uh, next is Nakamura and Jeff Hardy for the U.S. Championship. I'm going with Nakamura. I'm just go ahead and go off the back. Uh, I like, I like the whole Jeff Hardy stuff right now. Um, mm-hmm. the brother Nero stuff. I would have, I thought Randy Orton would have been getting involved with this, but with the trouble Randy Orton is in at the moment, I don't know if he's going to be in WWE anymore. It's weird because that's all internal things too. Yeah, and I love that they're quote 
looking into you're it. investigating it means that I feel like nothing's going to like come a, out of it. Well, yeah, it's probably nothing. But as soon as I heard this story about Randy Orton, I was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, that wasn't even like one of those stories where I'm like, I don't know. That doesn't sound right. I read that and I was like, no, that definitely happened. How long ago did that happen, though? Apparently, it's been happening on for years. Yeah. Like, it's something he's done, too. And if you don't know, he, like, sticks his I hands. I don't even want to talk He sticks his hands down his pants in front of people and then shake, tries to shake their hand. And when they don't want to shake their hand, he makes fun of them and kind of uh, hot shots them and stuff like that. Well, there's a big thing in wrestling about showing respect to everybody. Yeah. You have to show respect to everybody. And, and the way to do that is that it's encouraged that everybody shakes everybody's hand every room you go into. Yes. And it's so customary that if there's like 80 people in a room you and shake you, 80 sh- and you shake 80, and if you and what's worse is that if there's 80 people in the room and you shake 79 of their hands the, that 80th person will notice and you are going to get blackballed yeah undertaker has done it a couple times because people get intimidated by him they don't go shake his hand so point being it's a big deal if you choose to not shake somebody's hand so then orton is sticks using his, that pulls against. his privates out yeah. puts his hands on it and then goes hey and then goes to shake your hand and then you, so when you say no, he's he then he's like, oh, so you don't want to shake my hand? I'm you gonna go tell the boss. Me, but yeah, that shot kind of me. Um, so I, I don't know. Like I, when I read it, it seemed like it was true. It seems like something Randy Orton was would do, especially young Randy Orton. I don't know about now, but uh, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, but he's not. I wouldn't imagine him getting involved with this, in which I would think why Nakamura would keep the belt. So, but that doesn't mean that he's not going to win. Jeff could win. Jeff by, can win straight up, by the way. But I think that this is. I think that the idea is that this will segue into Jeff versus Orton. So I think Nakamura just needs to learn when, not necessarily clean, but win decisively, where he gets the win. Yeah, even if like, there's a ref else. bump or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, and you don't see what happens. Well, it'll be a nut shot. So, yeah. I mean, I love. I don't know if it's going to happen to this. I don't know if, if Jeff's uh, too old to do it now, but I think. What they should do is he goes for the Swanton, but then doesn't because he gets caught in an RKO. And whether they do that in their match in the match or they do Down it here, um, he seems to do some kind of crazy RKO thing every year. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Nakamura. Uh, next is Daniel Bryan in The Miz. Oh, this Which match. It's probably a match that I'm looking forward to the most. I think I'm looking forward to this match more than any of the other matches. The video packages, it's weird because they haven't been doing much storyline-wise tele- since they announced that this is probably going to be the feud they were doing. I didn't think that anything they'd be doing on TV really serviced the story that they had because they've had heat with each other. You know, People have been wanting to see this match happen for eight years, which is pretty insane. It's kind of crazy. And that finally on this week's SmackDown, they started doing video packages of the the kind of meta narrative between the two of them. And man, it's like it, all the other stuff with like the fake baby and the attacking him on the set of Ms. and Mrs., which was clearly a soundstage backstage in the arena, the kind of stuff that's been really cheesy. It's like it doesn't great, matter. Though. It reminds, like I said last week, it reminds me of the WrestleMania 30 thing where for a couple of weeks before that, they downplayed that Daniel Bryan was even going to be involved. They like turned up that there was dissension between Evolution and that Triple H was going to win so that you're looking left so that when what happens, right, it's the same kind of thing. And man, this all that being said, I'm picking the Miz. Are you picking the Miz? I am picking the Miz. 
Do you think this is going to continue? Do you think Daniel Bryan's going to resign? I think Daniel Bryan's going to resign, and I think this is going to continue. Okay. And that's mostly another reason why I'm picking the Miz. See, that's the thing is that I think ultimately, I don't think Daniel Bryan's going anywhere ever. I think he'll he'll retire with WWE. Maybe his life too much revolves around WWE. Well, that's because that's where he is, though. He doesn't. He doesn't have to. It's not just just where he is. It's his other TV shows. It's his wife's TV shows. It's every part of the dude's life, and it's where he wants to be on top of that. So, I think he's going to resign, and I think he's going to stay there. Okay. I mean, that could very easily happen. I just Mm -hmm. don't think it's as obvious as you. I think it's it's very obvious. But who you got? Um, when you say the Miz wins, it puts a big smile on my face because mm-hmm. it would be awesome because it would be awesome but i also feel like daniel bryan has not had a satisfying win since he's come back agreed to wrestling uh he beat and um, that's upsetting he beat big Cass, and it doesn't matter and not they can't and they're not even going to reference it because anymore because Cass is gone and then team hell no didn't win and he was in that lackluster tag match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He needs something that they can put in a highlight reel to show Daniel Bryan's back. And I think it's going to be here. So I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. But if The Miz wins, I'm not going to be, be mad, about, mad, it, mad yeah. about it. Yeah. All right. These next three matches, we're going to... Which is crazy considering that eight years ago, if that had happened, I would have been. Because The Miz... No Miz one liked was The Miz. The Miz. Yeah. He, he's not any less The Miz now. No. He's just somehow... I really like him yeah. personally, and then I like his character. So, I, but it's just—it's like I—I I blinked, and Alvis is like, everybody likes the Miz now. When did that happen? Uh, not to try to skip over these next three matches, but let's kind of bullet point these next three matches. Um, Carmella, Flair, oh, and we Becky can't, Lynch. We can't bullet yes, we can. This one because I'm really—I'm ex- going with who are you? Who do you have? I'm going to pick Flair. Damn it! See, I was going to pick so. Flair too. See, it can be either be Becky wins and then Charlotte gets upset and she turns. Yeah. Or Charlotte wins and, and then, then starts to rub it in yeah, and then yeah. Becky will beat her later and then she turns is what I think. So, but I'm picking Flair. The whole uh, Becky turning is a red herring. That's not going to happen. I don't think so either. Okay. Uh, Intercontinental Champion Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins with um, a returning, mm-hmm. amazing looking Dean Ambrose. Yes, I love that that's been the thing that no one cannot mention how, how jacked he, he looks. looks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I saw a picture of him online really quickly before I even realized who it was. And I'm like, what is Triple H doing out there? Because I thought wow. it was Triple H. Wow. He's like a mini Triple H. He's he's six. How tall is he? Six he's, four? He's tall. Yeah, he's yeah, really he's tall. he's a big guy but anyway. He's not, uh, he's never been like uh, mass wise really big. Well, he's not a gym guy. For he's not, and this is a dude. He he says that he likes to drink, he likes to eat. Yeah. So uh, he works out enough just to make sure he's he not runs fat. around the desert and stuff like that. He stays in good shape, but he's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But he's everybody always gets hurt, goes away, works out the whole entire time they're gone, mm-hmm. comes back huge. So I mean, this is kind of natural. Does that mean that he's turning in heel? I don't know. He's got the new look. Ever there's that whole thing. Oh, he's so, got a beard now. So. I want Seth Rollins to win this, but I really like Dolph having the belt, so I'm picking Dolph. Dolph and uh, Drew are my it, they're they're my new loves for WWE. I mean, yeah. I love them together. See, the thing is, is that the Seth, I think that a Seth versus Dean program is coming. Would, Whether or not this starts eventually. now, or they have them together for a while, and then eventually Dean turns. Or Is Dean turns guess. on him instantly. Or Dean turns, because I think that he's going to turn on I think he's turning on him at SummerSlam. If possibly. 
Which means he loses. And it doesn't need mean that they and they don't need the IC title for that at all. But they easily could because yeah. again, my question is always: Well, Dolph is retains, and if Seth's going to go into a program with Dean, what's it for? What's well, not what's it for, but what does Dolph do next? Right. Who's fighting Dolph? Anybody. Like yeah. I don't care who gets in a program with them. It's it's going to be good. So okay. Well, who you got? I mean, my instinct is to say Dolph as well. So. Uh, next is Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. Forty money in the bank. Where uh, if contract. Braun is disqualified or count out, he will lose the money in the bank briefcase. Yes. I'm picking Kevin Owens. Wow. Really? I think why? I think it's dumb that uh, Braun Strowman has the contract in the first place. If Ke- Braun has the contract by the end of the night, he has to cash in tonight on SummerSlam night. It doesn't make any sense to carry over any other time overnight. If Kevin Owens on it, he would sit on it for a while. They can actually carry that story out longer. I don't think anybody thought about Braun having the contract whenever they let him win. I didn't even think this far ahead. It's well, it's it's not even that. It's that Braun. He's also. I mean, I guess he might possibly be hurt too. He's not really a baby baby face. He's a baby face. But like he teamed up with Finn. He's week. the kind of guy that I would I almost expected him to come out and go, I'm cashing in at SummerSlam. Yeah. Like already say that. Yeah. So So the fact that he hasn't the idea of him cashing in later doesn't make sense to doesn't. me. So like, they get it out of his hand. There's the rumor that he's hurt and he's gonna have to go away for a while anyway. Oh see, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did notice that he's been doing these weird kind of short matches, things like that. So he, he has been having brawn. matches. He he there's a bunch of things that he they, he might be hurt. He I'm, might gonna, I'm be hurt. gonna go with Kevin Owens too. Okay. And I like the idea of Kevin. Kevin's the kind of guy I picked Kevin to win the money in the bank earlier. Mm-hmm. I have Kevin Owens is the guy I was like, I can't believe he's never won that. Yeah. It's like the kind of he stipulation that's made too. for yeah. him. Uh, next is Bliss and Ronda Rousey for the Raw's Women Championship. I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm picking Ronda. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is... There's going to be more eyes on this show than normal. For sure. The Than there were when she had her other title match. And they for got sure. out of it then. She got screwed when Alexa Bliss cashed in. If they don't put it on her, it's stupid. Yeah, it, it really Unless is. Unless they do some kind of crazy angle where Natalia comes back and then it's she costs her the cross. title and she says, and they, I hope they don't want, I don't want them to involve the family thing, but I can easily see her nah, saying like, Natalia, that kind of stuff. I'm hoping she's not here. She doesn't be wrestling this weekend. So <laughs> I, I love that they put Fox was bliss. Just, just that Fox has something to do. Oh, that she's still wearing her crazy hats like she did for Survivor Series last year, and then she was been gone the whole gone time. The whole entire time. So it's like carry that storyline yeah, over. Go, Let's yeah. go. Um, so AJ versus Samoa Joe. Now this is when I start turning into some problems. These mm-hmm. next two matches because I'm kind of up in the air for both of them. At the I'm moment. not at all. AJ Styles is retaining the championship. You think so? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm picking AJ too. I want Samoa Joe to win because I really want Samoa Joe to have the belt. Yeah, he's gonna win it later. Um. Yeah. That, well, oh, I don't know. See, Here's the thing, though, is that I don't like to use other matches to bring up things, but I think I'm going to go ahead and say that Roman Reigns is going to win the championship later, is my opinion. You know what and, my pick is already, And the so. idea of having big... I don't think Joe... Two Joe deserves to, to win on his own at a show where he can be He's the, main the line, star right. of the show. And you're right. I don't think... Because I'm picking Roman too for the last max, but 
I don't think they're going to have both belts transfer. They could. Night. I think that would be awesome if they did. It's a five-hour show. It would add spark to all the matches. Yeah, because the Samoa Joe and AJ match is probably going to be in the middle of the card or mm-hmm. you know later in the card. But it's not going to be you know it's not going to be the AJ match and then the Brock match. And they can keep the energy up if they keep having title switches. So, I mean, I've picked That's a true. lot. Of, I've picked a lot of title changes already. That's true. That's true. But um, actually, not really. So you know, kind of half and half. Show is going to be so long. I don't know how this show's going to work yeah, in terms so of I'm picking, me uh, AJ and I'm taking Roman. Yeah, so Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. So you're not buying the whole Paul, the double turn, the double switch. Supposedly that was, or according to Brian Alvarez, that was real pepper spray that they sprayed in his face on Raw. Which I thought, why would they do why that? Why would they do that? that make because he's got a shot. What if they actually blinded him? Yeah, because, I mean, people can have allergic reactions to it. Yeah. And on top of that, they were, there's no way, actually, there's no way. Wasn't that in the rink? Yeah. Well, then everybody around it, there's no would way have, to... Would have... Con- yeah. yeah. So that's not Even true. Heyman himself wasn't reacting to it. Yeah. Well, it everybody in the front row, and I don't know if you've ever been in the same room that Pepper race. No, I have. I know. It sucks for everybody It sucks for room. everybody around. So whoever many people were around that ring would have been coughing and sneezing, and then they would be getting sued right now. So that's yeah. stupid. Do you think he's going to come out with like makeup on his eyes where his eyes are all red and stuff? I hope not, because they never, they never do that right. Yeah, so... But Roman... So do you think uh, Paul breaks up, and I did quotation marks in the air, was Brock? No, he's not going to need to. He's going to align himself with the new Mr. Money in the Bank winner. You think so? Yeah. They're going to keep him on TV. They'll put him with, with Kevin. Yeah, I don't think Paul's going anywhere. So I mean, but... they could put him with Braun, too. Uh, I can see... They can I put him see, with Roman. I can see Braun cashing in, and then if he turns heel, and they put Brock, if they put Paul with Braun, Braun doesn't work, work as heel anymore. That never works anymore. Why? Because it, it's he, there's something about Braun now that I he would do heel things and he's gonna get cheered. Yeah, well, the thing is, is who's that... he gonna beat up to get it, be a heel? Roman. Roman. Oh, he, <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did that work last time? They had a feud. No, they can do they can do it where he teases to do crazy things and then he doesn't do it. That can actually work. Yeah. and he just pisses off. They the did crowd. that with Kane a yeah, few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, a few years ago, got like ten years ago, but. Um, so they could make it work. I it just won't. I mean, even when they tell Paul Heyman as a heel, like people cheer. cheer. I don't know how it works anymore, yeah, Chris. What are you telling me? Sense. If Rowan turned heel, would he be booed? He'd probably start finally getting male uh, cheers. He probably he actually might. So I, I don't still know. want him to start. I liked his. I mean, I guess I didn't really like. It. I just thought it was a better. I think it worked for him that his character when he was in FCW and briefly in NXT, where he wore like the, the suits, suits and he was, yeah. you know cocky and stuff like that i thought that he had great promos actually when he was in nxt wearing a suit so yeah do you think that brock is leaving i don't think even if he signs an extension you think if he's staying that that means he's keeping the belt can you see a scenario where brock lesnar signs another extension and he's belt, and he and he doesn't keep the belt no so if he's if he is staying he's keeping keeping the the belt yeah and then we're wrong okay yeah, I, I mean, we both. I think Roman. there's, I think there's quite a possibility. Not quite a possibility. I think there is a possibility that he resigns, and and Vince's head because there's a rumor that he's had to talk about wanting to stay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, why wouldn't you want to stay if you're getting paid millions of dollars to not do anything every year? Um, and then he has the UFC belt and the WWE belt. That probably gave Vince McMahon a boner. Mm-hmm. So, because he would be the first one. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't but that's saying that he's keeping the belt, so let's put this in perspective, for another at, at least, least eight months. Yeah. He's got yeah. six more months of testing 
for steroids, and everybody's all freaking out why he's so skinny. He's skinny right now because he's not on steroids. I mean, they can if they like, and, and I say skinny, and skinny again, for Brock. That too, changes by the, way. the way they position it because they've been doing a good job of trying to reposition Seth as the other side of the coin mm-hmm. and repositioning the IC title as a title of value. Yeah, and they're going to do. Where they're going to carry that on forever? They can. They can. It's so just cha- it's a changing of the line, way they do it. Things the on storyline up to this point is Brock doesn't care about anybody and he refuses to show up. Mm-hmm. That that means that's the storyline. That mm-hmm. means that's what they have to do for the next six to eight months. And he's going to go away again for training camp. And he's going to go away for the fight. And if you like, no, it, he's quite he a ha- possibility he loses the UFC fight anyway. They've done too much of a job of making Brock seem like a loser for not defending his title enough that if he keeps it, I don't think it it doesn't make sense narratively why he was for what because because there's a problem with the conflict of him leaving again that he could stay. But the idea of him taking the universal title away again leaves such a strange void. And like, how do you ignore everything that just happened? They just built it up so much because they finally acknowledged it in the storyline. They had been doing that before where they acknowledged you're a terrible champion. So how do you keep that heat going on if he leaves again with the belt? It's like the same thing with the, like why it wasn't working before with the whole um, Greatest Royal Rumble is that you had to kind of, you put Roman like almost like a, a, a filler zone of like where he really didn't do anything until Brock came back around. And I don't think it'll work. I mean, it barely is working now. So, I mean, arguably it's not working now. And, I, and I'd and i like to think that they realize that. But I also think it's it's time. Just let him, just let, I, let Roman beat him. Someone needs to beat him. It's it the needs t- to be it's Roman the, right it's, now. It's the time. The time is for him to beat him. Anyway, let Like, go. I don't know what the plan would be if it doesn't. If he, well, who's he going to fight after this? Who's going to beat Brock if Roman can't? Braun. Braun, other than Braun, let's take Braun out of that. No, that's who Braun's is. out for a while. He can't fight. What happens next? Oh, uh, Daniel Cormier. <laughs> uh, well, Daniel Drew Mac, Drew McIntyre. Actually, I would like that, but yeah. didn't I don't want Drew McIntyre to get beat by Brock. No, Drew McIntyre would beat Brock. Uh, I don't know. That's I don't they haven't positioning happen. been positioning him in that way, and that's mm-hmm. the thing is that he hasn't been going through a tear. He's already lost a couple times to Seth in protected ways. Yes, but. You know, there's nobody that they're positioning in a way to beat Brock other than Braun and Roman. And both of those guys could beat him. On, on, I think it would be a waste of Brock's L if Braun cashes in. Unless they do something where Brock, like, beats Roman quick, and then Braun Wait. comes out and cashes in, and then they just have a match. Like, not a cash-in, like, Brock's down, and then you hear the Braun. He An comes out. If Braun match. actually comes out and goes, like, no, I want to fight tonight. Like, at the beginning of SummerSlam, it was like, by the way, you have two title shots, two title fights tonight. Like, I'll fight whoever wins out of you two. And they could even, you know, if they do something like that, that would be great. But I think if he does, like, the typical cash-in of both guys are down, it'll, it won't feel as epic as it should. On top of that, again, if he has the briefcase, he doesn't wait until the match starts. Mm-hmm. Like, he would be out there already. He would be there before the other guys get He should have ring. cashed in on Brock already. Yeah, every time he's in the ring, I I'm think like, sh- I really think not- they should have done an angle where he went to his house and, and beat him at his house. I agree. <laughs> like, you know, All that. right, let us know your picks in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com or our Facebook page. Uh, we have our own Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to be. Mm-hmm. We're there. SummerSlam this weekend. Uh, I think we're watching it together. 
Yeah. So we'll we'll be posting our our live reactions to some su- certain things. Go leave us a review. Yeah. iTunes, whatever podcast app you're using, SoundCloud, we're on there. You can leave uh, comments right on to the second of stuff. Leave us uh, your picks there too. Well, that's our show. That has been our show. Coming up soon, and we're gonna be doing our picks for uh, All In. God, I guess after picks this, for that? Yeah. All In, you're getting slapped in the chest. Uh, Singletary already knows. You haven't. You told that to me. You did not tell that to our listeners. Are you aware of this? Really? Yes. Huh. So we're doing picks for All In, and whoever loses, uh, we're gonna videotape uh, getting oh, chops. God. To the, and now it's on the air, so we can't back out. We can back out of it. We've we been your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Sam Chris. And we'll see you next week. Thank y'all.